0: Whether you're on the sales or marketing team or running the company, the Ascend Business Podcast with James Jacoby and Bill Walton is here to help you learn methods and ideas on digital sales and marketing that gives you the daily edge you need to make stuff happen. So get motivated, prepare to learn, and build your confidence so you can get in front of your prospects faster and more easily to become unstoppable in your business. Subscribe now so you can ascend today. All right. Welcome back to the Ascend Business Podcast. I am your host, James Jacoby, with my co-host, Bill Walton. Well, Bill, good to see you back.
1: James, great to be with you. Really excited. And uh, like many of our listeners, probably in total amazement that it's December.
0: <laughs> I know I am. I, I, We're literally at the end of the year. I don't know how that happened, but it happened and we're here. So... Uh, We got less than 20 days till Christmas. It's December 6th, Monday, and there's a lot of things to still talk about for 2021. And what we're going to bring to you all today is some high points that are very meaty. You're going to love the content today because it's all about helping you create more sales and revenue right now and your pipeline being full fuller to start 2022 off on a huge, huge moment, you know, swing of acceleration, starting out on the right foot, so to speak. So we're interested today to talk to you about that. We want, we've been hearing it in a lot of our conversations that, you know, it's been a little slow with the holidays. It's gonna get slow again in a few weeks. So you have this window right now to really take advantage of the last sprint of 2021 with how to generate revenue and how to fill your pipeline up.
1: Great topics, James. Uh, It is an interesting time. And um, I think it all kind of depends on who you're selling to, right? I mean, if, if you are at a functional level in an organization and they are, you know, they've got one hand on one handlebar, that's okay. I'm kind of doing my job and then I'm waiting for some decision. The other hand is on the waiting for my boss to kind of weigh in on what we're going to do and what's going to happen next, then that's a a different selling uh, or buyer persona than someone who's actually running a business who has the pebble in the shoe that if you can remove it, will handsomely reward you. And that's a different approach, right? Mm -hmm. So if you think about, you know, where are your, whatever you're selling, think about the value chain and where everyone is in their year. Most everyone's on a calendar fiscal. If they're not, Um, You know, there's there's a variant to that and they're at a different stage of the year that that I understand. But people are still at work. People are still getting emails, We're working around the edges to take care of whatever holiday you celebrate and get ready for. And happy holidays, by the way, that um, everyone's figuring out a way to do that. The business is not stopping. This is different now. This is not like back in the day where, hey, we're going to shut down all the manufacturing lines and we're all kind of working half days and doing the three martini lunches. That's just not happening. Um, so business is carrying on. There's a lot happening in business. There's For all the bad news you hear on, 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 the, uh, on the news, there is great news happening in terms of growth, innovation, people looking forward to next year. Um, people are still being hired if you go to LinkedIn and see how many jobs are available on LinkedIn for the average knowledge worker, uh, it's huge. So I, I just want to say there's opportunity. I think we need to carry that torch of positivity to anyone that you're selling to. because we need to be that kind of breath of fresh air. So I, I think what James and I are going to talk to you about today are some things you, you can do now to close your year. and then we want to think about what you, what you can do, For 2022 to make sure January, February, March, so that you're off to the races. So James, I'll I'll kind of throw that back to you. You guide me, and I'll and I'll be your partner on that. Awesome.
0: No, this is great. I I love this topic. It's one of my favorite topics to talk about because well, one, we're both you know sales experts, and we've been been there, done that, and we do it every day. But who doesn't like to make more sales? Like that's fun, (laughs) right? So it doesn't matter. You know, if you're doing end of year meetings right now and you're doing a lot of annual planning, which some of you are um, good, I, I hope we just did some annual planning in our company. And I'll tell you there, there's some revelatory moments that gave us some insights into what's going on that we weren't really paying attention to because we were focused somewhere else. That's, that's, what's really great about annual end of year meetings like that is that they can be very productive for your team and for yourself. If you are open to feedback, if you're honest about what's been going on and you, and you truly measure key perform, you know, no pun intended, but really key performance indicators of the business, you know, I'm going to talk about the first one here that you need to look at. This is, this is a key performance indicator for any business. If no matter how you're selling or where you're at, and that is your close rate and your SQLs, your sales qualified leads, those meetings that that you took that had promise of business because they fit your ideal client profile, or the problem was there that you could have helped solve, right? So that's where we're going to start is, first of all, let's go through some of your key business items for how you measure the performance of your sales in your business. And that is, what is your close rate? When's the last time you've measured that? Do you do you even know how to measure that? It's okay if you don't, or if, if you haven't done that in a while, maybe you have a software that does it. But remember, it's real easy. All it is is you take the number of, of sales meetings you've had, the sales qualified leads that you've had, and you look at how many of those did you close, and it's the percentage of that. That's it. That's all it is. So if you had a hundred meetings that were sales qualified this year and you closed 30 of them in the clients guess what? You have a 30% close rate. That's your close rate. Now, why is that important? Remember, you, you know why, but if you, if you if you forget the importance of why we care about close rate, it's because if we want to forecast properly, then close rate is vital to know because it one it's, it's, it's a true, honest number of what you're doing in the business every day, every month, every, you know, throughout the year. And having that number tight with a lot of data points will help you forecast more fairly and and accurately going into 2022, which everybody wants to do, right? You have a wish of what you want your sales and revenue to be, but it has to be in alignment with what's real for the performance that you're doing. Now, if you don't change anything crazy, you're probably gonna do just about the same that you're doing right now in another, another month or two from now unless you change some things right so look at your close rate because that should predict with fair you know a fair amount of accuracy what your sales are going to look like over the next four to eight weeks and that's the first place to start
1: I love that James maybe we can talk too about um, you want let, let's uh, let's segment the talk today in terms of what we can do now versus you know closing 2021 and then opening. 2022. Can we can we uh, segue to that? And is that appropriate now?
0: Yeah, totally. Well, to 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 take one value chunk out of out of your close rate, and if if you go back to your SQLs that you've had, literally go on your go on your calendar, go in your Google Calendar, whatever you have your calendar, look at all the meetings you've had, make a list. Those are leads that were sales qualified. There's a huge list in there that you didn't close. Those are leads you can follow up with right now. And chances are, you're you've improved throughout the year. You've improved in your your ability to communicate your value proposition. You've maybe you've improved your offer. Maybe you've improved some of your services that are more um, in tune with the market's needs. Now, there's probably a lot of different new, little changes you've made this year that your those leads at the time didn't have. Um, we're, we're not we're not in position to hear that from you because you didn't change it yet. Or their needs were different then. Their needs be, could be completely different today. Maybe they weren't ready then, but they're ready now. You don't know that because you haven't followed up with them. But those are ripe, ripe leads. That would be one bucket I would go to right away to see if you can't squeeze or, or generate revenue right now from uh, from someone you've already talked to. Oh,
1: I love that. And I would stay, you know, say too around that, stay out of your head about you know, whatever time has elapsed or gosh, we haven't talked in a while. So what, right? It's like, yeah, we all have emails in our email box. We haven't gotten to, or we, you know, meant to, you know, respond to, and, you know, time has marched on again, like we're in December. We, we don't even realize it, but everything's got to be contextual. Here's where we talked in the first place. Here's kind of where we thought we, we thought you were. Um, and here's some, and, and also talk about some agreements that you came to together. Right. If you remember, hey, we covered a lot of ground. Actually, we're making some really good headway. And one of the things that sounded like that you had decided upon was your ability to or desire to do more, do less, add resources, take away resources, you know, whatever the nature of that individual's business, Mm -hmm. and refocus on that and say, hey, listen, I've, I've thought about some of those decisions in our work together and how that's going to impact the next you know, four to three to four months, which are always anxiety packed. We're all kind of wondering, how's the, how's the first part of the year going to go? And, you know, the universe doesn't know that it's December and the universe doesn't know that there are no less than 175 pundits right now talking on television, radio, and, and the internet about what if, woulda, coulda, shoulda, what we see happening right? Markets are very efficient. Business cycles are proven. Everyone realizes we need to innovate, do more with less. Um, it, that, cause that's been a survival strategy coming out from 10 or 11 years ago through the great recession. So get people focused on, Hey, listen, good decisions are good decisions. No matter what the timing. Absolutely. And that's just it. Like if you, if you,
0: that's why I want to, I keep saying, if you're honest with your efforts, If you look at, if you look back at what your activity and your productivity looks like, chances are there's going to be some, there's going to be some ego checks, right? And, and uh, we don't mean this to, to, to hit you over the head with it, but it's just being like, Hey, I mean, honestly, if you look back, you probably could have had more success had you not focused and executed a little bit better. That's all like, we just, And and we say that because we're hearing from clients right now, tell us that, you know, they're like, we just got some big meetings and um, they're going to help the business. But if we looked at the, what they were doing before, they could have had those meetings three or four or five months ago, but they, they weren't, they weren't executing like they are now, you know? So, and, and listen, it's easy to play Monday morning quarterback, um, real easy. But the the key thing is to is to really learn. That's one thing we've talked about all year is making sure that you're learning every day in your business that helps you become better. That is so important. That's got to be a part of every culture that's growing a successful business. But if you're honest and you're willing to be learning, learn every day, you know, no one's perfect here. Nobody is. But if you can learn and adjust and actually learn and do meaningful new action from the learning, then you're going to get better. Just, it's just, you will, but the, the, some key things that we're laying out here are some groundwork, some foundational things that will help you stay focused on. So you don't veer off and go down a a rabbit hole for, you know, two months and and come up for air and be like, Oh my gosh, where have I been? What am I doing? Like, we can't do that. Right. You got to stay in your lane. You got to stay focused in your, in your revenue creation lane. So we're, we're, we're attempting to lay that groundwork for you on on the podcast today.
1: Yeah, want to get into some tips for the crew.
0: Yeah, so I, I, where you were headed there, I, I really like, and and you were kind of going through a methodology of how do you structure a conversation now with old prospects and new prospects that that is very that would be very receptive. That would be um, something they would love to talk about and something that frankly, you know, you're going to set yourself apart. You're going to be different because most people still are not doing this. And and I'm going to walk through the five steps really quickly. And I'm going to let you elaborate on this bill because you're so good at this. Okay. Um, But the five steps that you could take right now with any prospect that would drive immediate value for, for them, no matter where they are at, is this number 1 talk about the value that you've created this year in the marketplace what were the what were the reasons why clients hired you and what was some value that you created in the marketplace that got results and what were those results that's that's the first step one step two talk about then in step 2a or 3 the challenges of implementing solutions or challenges of trying to drive change? What are you, which kind of leads into number four was what are you seeing? What are you seeing now that you maybe saw differently then? Maybe it's the same story. Maybe the story's changed, but what are you seeing with clients in the marketplace that you can share with prospects on? Here are the challenges we're seeing in the market. Here's the challenges that we're seeing in the businesses that we help. And here's, you know, even with good solutions, right? There's still obstacles to overcome. And here, if we were to look forward now, step five, if we were to look forward into 2022, here's what we are predicting and seeing. So here's what you need to do. Here's what you need to do for 2022. If any of this is relating to you and is a problem or a challenge for you. Here's what you need to do to help yourself have a great 2022. So you don't have these challenges, obstacles, stucks for the first three to six months of the year. That is a very value-based conversation that I would think any executive would love to have with you and to get their thoughts on it. Right. Here's all, here's my package and above what I just said of what we're seeing, what we've been able to do, what we learned. Here's what we're, we're doing differently. Here's what we're still seeing as a challenge. So here, therefore we recommend here's some best practices you've got to look at or do for 2022, but that, what do you think? What's, what's, is this resonating with you? Is this on point with you or have you seen something different than what we're seeing? And and you have that equal energy, that equal relationship of, of, of conversation, you're, they're going to reciprocate and tell you what they think too. And, and that's, that's your window. That's your box. So you can play in to see, all right, either I'm crazy and anything, I, everything I just said, isn't really landing with my prospects. I'm, I'm in a different, uh, my, my, uh, my awareness of the marketplace is not in alignment this probably won't happen. That's rare if you're doing all that, but it could. Or they're gonna be like, holy smokes, you get me, you understand my business. And this is a lot of what we're seeing here, too. Cool. Well, let's dive into how you're tackling that. What's your what are you planning to do about it? Do you still are you open to suggestions now? Are you shopping for solutions now? Can we have a conversation about it? <laughs> And that's where you see like those questions I just said, those are very assertive questions, but they're tasteful and they, they would be real well received because you just laid the groundwork properly. So I'm going to stop and um, Bill, what do you think about that?
1: Yeah, I like that. I think one of the things we need to do if, if we go back to value creation is think about uh, what are the economists saying about next year? your industry experts saying about next year um, and what any senior leader of consequence in the buying organization you're selling to has said about next year. You want to triangulate those things and you're going to come up with some themes. Come up with three key themes. Here's what I'm seeing. And based on that, here's what other of our clients are reacting to and the action that they're taking. Um, you know, remember, you know, the news media is prone to negativity. That's what sells. That's just it. You know, so you have to be able to measure and and sift the wheat from the chaff in terms of well, in in the industry that you're in, what's great about it? What are we looking forward to? Every organization wants to get off to a great start. No, it's interesting leadership of any organization never ever says in January, February, March, well, let's wait and see. High-performing organizations. There's no wait and see. It's we have a strategy. We talked about it. We're, exe- we're executing it. And we need to grow and be efficient, do what's right for the communities we operate and do what's right for our employees. But that's not stopping. So there's always, you have to be mindful of the organization, organizational level that you're at. But I think when you can, Couple the fact that, hey, you know, we've accomplished a lot in our conversations and we've created some value together already. And here's what I'm seeing over the next four months. I'd love to talk about some of the optimistic opportunity that I see mm-hmm. for us. And in our prep today, you started
0: at the, and then on this topic. You talked about going on a meeting spree.
1: Oh, yeah. Right. So, you know, what can you do with, well, you know, in many businesses, it's really tough to try to sell something right here at December. What are we at? The fifth, sixth, mm-hmm. what you can do is you can start selling January right after it. Mm-hmm. And I'm talking January 3rd. I'm trying to look at the calendar the first day back. Not everyone's first day back because no one ever really goes away. Right. Want a mobile device. No one's out of touch. No one left everything in their inbox or had an assistant take care of the, you know, they went away for two weeks and didn't didn't look and check in on the world. No, one's doing that today. That's, that's like, so mad men, right? That's so 1962 <laughs> we're constant on no one's nothing slowing down. No one's, Oh, I got to clear the cobwebs off my desk because oh, I got to see what's going on. That's not happening. No. And it's almost like the holidays are the interruption of, Reality, right? Yeah. So the best are plugging into it. So I would say sell January, sell your meetings, sell the value. Let's get off to a great start. Um, but but you you have to there's got to be something in it, and only you can answer that, what the value is for someone to meet with you. You got to bring some value, you've got to bring some asset to the conversation. Please meet with me so I can sell you something. That's just not. I don't, you know, we don't need that. Yeah. I need to buy, I can buy it on my own, which, which, you know, doesn't bear repeating, but, um, sell the value like, Hey, you know, so let's just say if you are, uh, let's just say you are in a company that sells software to companies that, um, are very concerned about their sustainability, right? Duty of care, sustainability in their supply chain. That's part of their business strategy is very visible investors care about it, employees care about it, the general public cares about it, so you're committed to it. And this is going to help you either get the better word out or track your uh, renewable journey, if you will. Again, I'm going down a rabbit hole in terms of this a very specific industry segment. But you're coming with insights that likely that buyer or prospect can't get on their own. And we've got to talk to talk about. And what's be- with what the beauty about working remotely is I honestly believe that I can have a 15 to 20 minute conversation with you of consequence.
0: Yeah. Well, that, I mean, so, cause it's, yeah. if you can't, then we got a whole other issue, right? I mean, the ho- hopefully the, the things that we just laid out there with those, those talking points you have, you, you, I know you have them, you definitely have them. You just maybe haven't thought about it that way, but you definitely have those talking points, you know, and those are the points that your clients and prospects have to have to hear. That's what they want to hear. Um, And just by, in in my experience, just by being able to have that conversation, will tell you everything you need to know about if this person is in alignment with you on belief and shares a similar point of view. Chances are, if, if you're sharing a similar point of view with your clients, they're going to want to work with you at some point, or they're interested to, to lean on you for more, you know, more thought leadership. Either one's a, is, is is a win, right? But we know back going back to sales and SQLs and and your close rate, you know, the num- the numbers is we got to talk to people that have a similar point of view as us, and we have to have a lot as many conversations as we can to figure out who those people are so that they can be in the pipeline because at some point or another, they're like attracts, like they're going to want to work with you at some point because you get them and they like that. And chances are when they, when they are ready to shop for a vendor or a partner, they're going to look at you and consider you against some other options. And if they like you, those conversations will hold a lot of weight. So, um, so we're talking about January but there are, there are still some things we can do in December as well, besides setting meetings. Setting meetings are really important. You have your current client base. There's still a few weeks left. Some, Especially in larger organizations, there is definitely budget that's been allocated for spending in 2021. And in some cases, you know that budget does not roll over. Once it's gone, the time is up, then it's gone. So there, there could be some people in your book of contacts in your book of prospecting and business clients and, or some hot prospects that are, that are, that they need to spend money now. They it's user it to lose it. So another way you could go about, you know, your conversations with your clients and, or prospects that you think might have that set up as a business is to talk about, Hey, are you, are you. Um, open to looking at some last-minute expenditures that that would bring value for you in 2022. Right now, we can we can we can pre-buy those. We can we can talk about some setup that would help you use do- dollars that would you would lose, and it would give you a lot of a lot of you know um, boost or you know acceleration to start your year out right with our with what we can do to help you. Are you in that kind of situation? You know, we can have that conversation. Um, the other one is your current clients in terms of can your current clients benefit anything else from you at all right now? Is there something you could that you're seeing that you're not providing? Is there more services you could be giving them that you're not um that you can talk with them about? And you can kind of have the same framework conversation we just laid out, but it talk about it with your clients. Do an end-of-review, end of year review meeting with your clients. And tell them what's up. Tell them what you're seeing. Tell them what's working. Tell them the results. Remind them. They probably haven't thought all about all those things like you have. And it would probably help you or benefit you to hear from you what's working, what's been done, what, what the results were, so that they can see that the partnership's working and that they should consider reinvesting or continuing it. You had to remind them. They, they, they may not always do that work for you, right? And, and and don't forget there's competitors always knocking at your client's door. So, if you haven't had that end of year review kind of meeting with your clients, book those. And maybe position one future sales for longer extending the contract, maybe there's more services that you've discovered that would help right now with their with their current situation that you can add, so you can widen the spend that you're getting from your client. There's there's a lot of good that can come from that, but I think that that's a a vital conversation you need to strategically schedule
1: as soon as you can. So there's another revenue option for you. No, that's great, and and I think too, um, for those of you who uh, have proposals that are kind of on the on the plate of consideration, um, you your organization may have things, services, um, or sweeteners that you can add to a deal to get it to close. And I'm not talking about just taking money off the top, adding other services that have a real perceived value to the prospect, but that doesn't cost the organization a lot in the long run. So in our work, we can extend terms. We can add some additional coaching to the front end or back end of of, of an engagement that's real time, that has real value. So things of that nature to get someone to close. And and again, beware the naked number. Hey, I'm prepared to give you a 25% discount. Well, okay, well, why not 30 or 40 while we're at it? So you can't just go out there with a naked number. It has to be contextual. Mm -hmm. And if you're going to offer a discount, it's, have it be something, I'm not taking anything off. I'm actually adding something to our deliverable.
0: Yep. And, and chances are, those are things that they probably need to take care of anyways. It's it's on their mind. It's They've, they've siloed it. They've put it on the shelf. It's one of those things they'll get, eventually get to. They keep kicking the can down the road. Like Take that mental clutter and free them up. They'll appreciate that. They'll they'll appreciate knowing that they're in good hands going into 2022 cuz you got their back. You're watching out for them. Like that's that's great to have a client feel that way from their vendor, from their partner. And you can do that. You have that opportunity to do that right now, I should say. So don't miss it, right? Because if they're not already done with their annual planning, they're going to continue to do it. So do so over the next few weeks. And they're thinking about how can we win and do better in 2022? Everyone does that. Don't kid yourself. Are you a part of that conversation? Are you a part of their better 2022 plan? Do you know for sure? Have you had them confirm that or not? You know, like have that conversation now. And, um, everyone's feeling good, you know, holidays are a happy time. Leverage that, right? You know, maybe have you done gifting for your clients, have a simple thank you, some Christmas card, you know, holiday card. Um, you know, now the time to really reconnect if you haven't in a while with your client on that and that good faith we appreciate you, you know, excited to work with you next year. Like those are all things that that need to happen in the next few weeks.
1: I like that, James. And uh yeah, and I'm thinking I've I've got to get the holiday cards out and um, you know get a few things out to folks that that we've touched. I, I think that's awesome. Um, how about um, let's let's talk about this concept of selling January. What what mm-hmm. let's share some of the best tips to sell a meeting, James. I'll I'll let you go first, and you and I can trade barbs.
0: Well, remember one of the things you want to do is you want to when you when you ask for a meeting. The premise has to be strong when we've talked, we've talked about that a lot today, but as part of that, you want to throw out some dates, right? Throw out some specific dates and times in your ask so that it's easier for them to say, yeah, that sounds good. Let's do it then, you know, make the decision for them easy um, by giving them everything they need to, to say yes, and then book it. And, and you can even follow up with a calendar invite once they do say yes. So it, it literally takes all the pressure off their plate and you got a meeting book for January, but try to lock that up in one conversation or one email with the premise of why to meet and the date and, you know, offer to set it up, you know, get it, get on the calendar.
1: I like that. And I'd also say about that too. Um, uh, there is, I, I think there's a great value in using a calendar app. And I'll tell you why. You want to make the process of setting up a meeting or selling a meeting easy. Really look forward to connecting with you um, if it's easy. and I'll say this, if it's easier to make it easy on you rather than the back and forth, please pick a time that's convenient for you using my calendar app as opposed to saying, yeah, here's a link. Set a set, let's set up a meeting. Here's my link. No, you're not my executive assistant. I'm just saying now to make it easy. I'm a big fan of it. And very rarely do people object to that. And then pick a time, right? Think about the the day parts. This is where I think when people get a little aggressive and start setting sending meeting requests out, be mindful of the day part. Mid-morning and mid-afternoon are really hard. And you've got four shots to, to increase your chances of, of, of securing a meeting. You want to look for you know sometime between 7.30 and 8.30 in the morning, first thing, right before lunch, probably that 11.30 hour, right after lunch, somewhere around 1.30. And then you know in the afternoon, people are working on stuff. So you want to tap in around 4.30 or 5. And that's if you can set up those meetings you know, around the edges, you're going to have a higher likelihood of success. James, what are your thoughts on that?
0: nailed it i mean in my entire sales career that that rule of thumb has never failed it's never failed Uh, especially with bigger companies and 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 busier not to say that small businesses aren't as busy um but you know very very busy executives or business owners those are the chances of the only really good times of reaching them there's there's always always there's always fires going on in the day that come up out of nowhere that no one predicts whether with a client or internally or whatever personally even too you know so like Bill said those edges are sweet spots for for getting a, a, a commitment in a solid focused and attentive you know individual on the other end of the line they're not they're not you know behind working on they're not doing a zoom but then they're working on a bunch of emails and they're you know they're not really paying attention it's they're captive you know, that's, that's your best captive time you can get with your decision maker. That's super. Good point. Sounds great. So those are, I I have
1: one more jams on that. I would say, I would also too, if you, if you can throw it in there is, um, glad, uh, you know, I look forward to connecting just, just so you know, here's, here's why other of our Clients are meeting with us just to give them some comfort, right? Mm,
0: Yeah. I love that you said that we actually, yeah. Here's why others are meeting with us. To talk about a, B or C going on in the business. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so interesting. I'm glad you brought that up. We actually used a script like that recently with a client for one of their email campaigns and that phrasing helped. I mean, it helped in part, but it it definitely, it wasn't much left to the email, but that scripting used in the email had a really, really good conversion rate to it. And it's because it, you know, we talk about this a lot in sales and and in our podcast of what we do. But I love what you said there because that establishes context so that there's no guessing to why we're meeting or why we should meet or what to talk about. You're giving really good context of why, of the why and the what. And it's either going to be a, really, frankly, it's either going to be a hell yeah, let's talk. That sounds awesome. Or yeah, that's not a priority for us right now. Good. Good. Remember to we we haven't talked about this, but remember, no's are great to get too. You're like you don't want to be thinking that someone could be a potential, you know, client with you when in fact they're a no, and you didn't, you just didn't know yet. Like that's right. just as bad. You know, so get let's let's get some more no's so we can know where not to focus for the start of twenty twenty two, because chances are there's probably some prospects that you have as a potential client that guess what they're not going to buy from you either they're not they're not ready or they really just don't want to for whatever reason. That's okay, but you got to find out that answer quick. Yes. Cuz that's wasting massive energy and time and it, it's giving you a false a false for sales forecast cuz you've put those folks in your sales forecast thinking they're going to be a, a one day someday and they're and some of them are never never to be. So that's another thing that I've learned about sales over the years is is that's, it's tough to do and always be honest, but you know, some are eventually they're going to buy the definitely like you you've had the conversations, you know, for sure that they've either told you they want to work with you that it's just not right now, but when, if not, you know, it's not if, but when like, you can keep those people in your forecast, but you know, like deep down, like you, you know, those people that are, are not, are not going to move forward and you got to get them out of your pipeline. So clean up your pipeline.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's really hard to do. Um, you know, here's another thing I'll say about pipeline, right? And and why, you know, when I say when I used to say to my teams and and now I say to clients now when we train them, is you wanna you wanna fill your pipeline. And everyone's like, duh, I get it. Okay, Bill, thanks, thanks for that. No, you wanna fill your pipeline because you don't want to be emotionally connected to a handful of your opportunities right you want mm-hmm. to have in, in my world you got to have 20 20 to 22 opportunities in a in a, in a pipeline particularly if your close rates anywhere between 25 and 35 percent that you need you need to have that and because you make really interesting decisions I say interesting sometimes emotional decisions when you are clinging too tightly to a couple deals mm-hmm and I just find that's how the universe works, right? When you focus too intently on something, when you're watching that the pot boil, um, it just doesn't seem to help. <laughs> no,
0: it never does. <laughs> it never right? does. It, it really, the stress is always on the negative to me. You know, um, I had a conversation with a client last week where they have theoretically like a really huge hot deal about to land. And it's just a moment where we're, we're one confirmation away from getting that one closed. But there's been some lag time. And now we're starting to watch the pot boil and we're like, uh, am I going to say yes? Are you going to say yes? And 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 we all know like there's a million reasons for why there's a delay in, in, in the feedback. And a lot of, almost nine out of 10 times, if not nine and a half out of 10 times, it has nothing to do with you. Right. It has nothing to do with you. So you can't take it personal, but to your point, Bill, I love it. It's, we have got to have numerous opportunities out there above and beyond what we need so that we don't are not emotionally attached to any one outcome. You just can't, it's, it's never, that's never worked for me in sales. And
1: and this also comes back to James, as to who you're selling to, to to me, to keep it simple, it's either you're selling to the buyer or you're not right. And if you're not, you got to be selling comfort. I'm, this, is, this is good for you. you. You should put some career risk. You should surface this at the next meeting. You should say, hey, boss, I'm behind this. Um, we should move forward on this. That's part of it. it so that, that's what I mean about sometimes when I say sell the verb, not the noun. It's help people get behind it so you can get the approval. It's not, And, and no matter what you're selling, it's not going to stand on its own. Mm-hmm. It's always going to need someone to carry it over the finish line. Unless you're with the decision maker. And so many organizations today are making decisions, you know, by uh, consensus where there's buying teams, Um, you know, but that's, you know, that's a, that's, that's a little different. Yep. So you're really selling comfort at the end of the day.
0: And and buyers like that. If you can help them feel comfortable, it's interesting, right? You want to help them feel comfortable, but you also want to challenge them at the same time because odds are if they're going to hire you at some point, is they want that push. They want that next step. They want to take it up a notch, you know, and, and go to the next level with you. So it's an interesting balance of, you know, it's the comforting and helping them feel comfortable around you, but also having them welcome you to challenge them and push them because they need it and they want it. Yeah. It's a dance well this was awesome um we are about 40 45 in and we just gave you guys a ton of stuff to consider to round out your 2021 and finish it on a high note and and start 2022 on a very high note by you know taking the steps that we laid out here for you today on you know what to do
1: Let's talk about uh, other ways that folks can continue to, this dialogue when we're not around James, maybe we can talk about our, not just our other podcasts, but our LinkedIn lives and, and where folks can find some of that stuff.
0: Absolutely. So if you haven't seen us live, we outside of the holiday kind of schedule that we we've been on the last week or two, we're, we're typically doing lives on at least every Thursday. Sometimes if we're doing a series, we'll catch us on a Tuesday and Wednesday as well. But we usually go live right around 11, 11, 15 Eastern on Thursdays. And you can see us on LinkedIn, YouTube, Facebook, with the Ascend Business Show. And we, and we talk about co- uh, topics just like this in depth, and um, it's, it's highly interactive and a lot of fun. And we welcome you to join us there. And uh, if you haven't looked in a while, we have some amazing new content and some things going on on our website. So check us out at ascendadvisors.com with an E, advisor, not a no. And uh,
1: we'd love to see you there too. Awesome, James! Always, always bringing the always bringing the wood to opportunities uh, out there in the field for our, our 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 customers and our clients and everyone on today. Thank you so much. Um, hopefully, we'll be with you at least one more time before the holidays kick in. But if we miss you, we're going to really miss you. And uh, next year is going to be great. So, thanks for hanging with us.
0: Absolutely. Have a great week, everybody. We'll see you again soon.
1: Bye.